and welcome to the Fat Boy Fadeaway Sports Podcast, episode 162. I got a happy co-host with me this morning, Tyler Bergerk. How we doing? I'm thrilled. I was miserable for about 95% of last night. We come through with the last 5%. I'm ready to go, ready for this NFC Championship game next week. Can't wait to see the Lions and the Buccaneers later you tonight. Were, you were right. It was a close game. You were, ner- you were right. You were nervous the whole time about it, going into it. You were right. It turned the out Packers to be a nail-biter. They, they're a good team. They they have it all as far as, like, they have young talent. They got weapons. They got a – Aaron Jones is phenomenal. Like, I think people forget how good he is when he's healthy because he's always banged up. But he is something else. He was the best back we played all game, all year. Were you nervous when it was Rady, uh, Rady at the very beginning all day? I, I was nervous when I saw. He starts with the Brock, glove. It saw Brock Purdy throwing duck farts out there that were not normal Brock Purdy throws from what I've seen all year long. And it, there were times where you're like, who is he even throwing to? Like, where are these balls even intended to go to? Yeah. That was where I got nervous. I was like, I don't know. He played. There like should have been a couple hurt. early. What was I having the? Was the first somebody dropped that that interception right savage. there? Was like, right, yeah, or savage. Boy, yeah, savage. Savage. Where were you? I thought that's exactly what it was. Savage. You don't have hands. Those lefties, they have no uh, They can't get the like, interceptions. <laughs> Savage, who knows what I'm talking about. Three the hard way. They got a show actually today, too. Uh, let's get into it. I kind of want to talk with the diners with you before we kind of get into other things. I mean, that was the big news. It was fun for me. My son uh, was really pumped up. Xavier yesterday hit a, a, a buzzer beater three-pointer. We were up by five, so it was a rubbing shot to get us up by eight. But he was excited about it. To, uh, and <laughs> jumping off, you know, second-grade kids, they, you know. Big deal. So it was awesome yesterday. So he was really into the game, which made the game even more fun. During the game, we're throwing the football and stuff like that. So maybe for a little bit there, Tyler, I was a Niners fan with you a little bit yesterday, rooting for the Niners on the comeback, just for his sake. Uh, even though I couldn't really go, yeah, all the time with him. <laughs> Is there any chance Chavi turns into a 49ers fan with all the success and him having to actually watch relevant football? No, now that he's getting into Madden, too, you know, he's like, he really like knows the players a little bit more, but he's like, I don't know anybody on the, the Raiders. I was like, the, uh, Adams. He's like, is that number seventeen? So at least he kind of starting to get like a little bit more on it. So that part is exciting. But uh, yesterday during the game, okay. So I wanted to kind of go to it earlier. You guys, you guys were giving up the deep ball, and you guys were committing a massive amount of PIs. The the footing wasn't there for the forty. The PIs were they ridiculous. kept falling down, and then. Not, Lenore played great in the corner he spot. It's the ward. Ambry Thomas has got to go. Him, Isaiah Oliver are just god awful cornerbacks. Like the third and fifteen was that I was like, this is the changing point in the game. This is where we were going to get momentum back. We we're going to win this game. They throw up a heave. He even gets his eyes on it, and then he decides to tackle the wide receiver during the play. Like, what are you doing? What did you make of uh, – that had to be – okay, so, like, as a fan, you're watching. You're getting ready for a playoff game. You guys have your, like, nerves, right? If you're joining us here, Fat Boy Fadeaway, uh, Variety Sports Network, be sure to comment in. We're just going to recap of the Niners-Packers uh, game here, that exciting game yesterday, uh, Sunday night. Debo, <laughs> Debo goes down, and then you're like, oh, it's something. Then it's like – they're, like, saying it's his shoe. And then the very next time he does go down and he doesn't return, as you know – if he's not in the game, that completely changes your offense. Yeah. <laughs> that had to be weird where you're like, what is going on? They zoomed in on Shanahan, and you could – I don't know what he said, but there was something to the the idea with it. Like, what in the world? Like, like he was like, what is this? Like, is this the same thing yeah. we're going to deal with again from last year? It just had to be like a little flashback for just a second when you saw that. 
I mean, as you know, I've told you many of times, Debo's the thing that makes this offense, like, the as good as Christian McCaffrey is, he's the best player on the team, Debo makes everything so much easier for Purdy and Shanahan to get mismatches and get guys wide open. And when he went out, you could see it in Shanahan's face, like, his shoulders, he's out again. Like, I thought we just went in the tent and he came back and he's ready to go. And then halftime, he's not even wearing pads and comes out in street clothes. Yeah, that was scary. And hopefully he can shoot up for this NFC championship game. So is this a is this like a win, like, where you credit – like, okay, so, like, the, the thing going in, the storyline going in was can Shanahan, if it's a comeback game, in our preview, that's what we talked about yesterday, was, like, if it's a comeback game, a little bit. It wasn't a 10-point comeback or something like that, but it was still – you needed a touchdown on the point. final drive. So that was the bottom line. You needed a touchdown on the final drive, and they got the job done. So, yeah. like, I feel – and then you could hear the players even see Bosa down. I got the quote, we needed a win like that. Um, we just haven't come from behind in a while. So, obviously, the players kind of felt some of that, too. So maybe this is like that little maybe monkey off the back in a sense that propels you to a Super Bowl. I don't know. We'll see. Like, there's usually, like, one tough game, maybe a couple. But this one, uh, I don't know. What do you What do you make of that? I mean, it's definitely good to see. It's good to get a win coming from behind. Any win's a big one. I think it's a little overrated. I'd rather win by 20 and be up by 17 in the first, second, first half. Like, I don't want to have to come from behind. It's not ideal. It's, I don't think it helps anything except for knowing that you can do it in the future. But outside of that, I really think it's an overrated like thing that oh, so you don't think that that means you put, that's like they played like shit for three and a half quarters. Like that's not good. I don't think like that's where I don't buy in. I don't know. I feel I feel like that's a, there is a little confidence that you can get if you're a comeback team. There is a little bit of a or you at least okay. We know this is possible. No, it, you're, you're right in that it is something. Now they can look and go back to a time where they had to come from. Behind. But it's stressful during the moment. <laughs> no, it's, I was miserable. I was like, I don't want to do the. Yeah, you don't seem like that. you're that. You were that miserable. The way you're reacting now, you seem like it was just like you had it. In the well, bag. they won. I, oh, I know, but you were, but like, I, uh, what was like, where was the point in the game where you were kind of, I mean, was it really early? Was, oh, it, the was, booty, sorts of was it the booty misfield? Uh, <laughs> no, was it was it? even, the, it was the way Shanahan handled the end of the first half where we were like running the clock out when we were already like barely in field goal range and we settled for a 48 yarder knowing Moody's history and what he's done in the past. He did come up big with a big 52 yarder later. Was a I give him credit for that. Uh, the way Purdy played, he was. I said in the in on Twitter, I was like, "This guy is playing terrible." It was other than the Ravens game, I've never seen him play like that. In the Ravens game, at least the passes looked like they were going to a player on the Niners. If a Raven wasn't there, these were passes where I was like, "I don't even know where the ball's supposed to go." Um, I got to go back to Seaback though. Too is like you were saying, like, well, Debo, maybe he does set up the offense better in some regards. But like if, when you're watching a game like that, there are so many plays where. He got four or five extra yards after where he should have been like tackled maybe for like maybe he gets a yard or two, but he made it like five. His agility and balance is insane. I don't like his like little and his feet stay close together. I'm like, how does he keep his feet? Like, he hops like he he's un like he really is unreal. I like some of those some he's of special. his like his ability to just get a couple extra yards. Lenore lit up a receiver. Uh, lit up, I forget who it was he lit up, but he lit up number 13. <laughs> he lit him up on that one. So that was a big hit for you guys. That was a big play for you guys. Ayuk, what did you think of him with, with Debo going on? Do you feel like he kind of stepped up, or you feel like he, this was a game where you wanted more? He was kind of a no-show till the last end of the game, the last four, in the fourth quarter he stepped up. But, like, 
Before that, he was a no-show, but I don't. I put that more on Brock Purdy and Shanahan. That catch he made on third down was the play of the game. That was – there was third and six. He dives. Purdy puts it where only he can get it. He, he goes to the ground with a guy on top of him and somehow came away with the catch. I, I give him all the credit. He's a good player. I don't know why I, I took like all these no, like Kittle. I thought like he drops that one pass, but he was I thought he was pretty good yesterday for the most part. Um, and in the game, um, the special teams, you guys just I don't know. Did, I mean, you, you said you mentioned Moody's 52 yarder, which was obviously a big field goal, but my yeah. point you also gave up that terrible return, uh, yeah. to big Bo Melton, and then you and then you gave up the PI on the third and 15 shortly, which then gave them the lead. So, got to clean that up a little bit. We'll see where that goes. Uh, because that, that almost cost you the game. Yeah, I don't know. Shanahan has something where he likes to punt the ball or kick off and keep the ball in out of the end zone and try and pin them deeper than the 25. Kick the ball out of the freaking end zone. Let Moody use his leg and then let him use that the 25 and let your defense go work. And that's another thing. Think speaking of the defense, the D line was god awful. Yeah, it wasn't great yesterday. Couldn't stop the run. Had like four pressures, four QB hits, no sacks. Jordan Love does do a good job manipulating the pocket, but just get to the guy. You have what'd like you, Chase Young's been a no-show for the last six weeks. What'd you make of Love playing against him again? He was good. He's good. He made a couple bonehead plays at the end of the game. Or not even one bonehead play, and then a the green law bad one. pass to, yeah. for the first green line or something. He was good though. I was impressed. What, I'd like to have like, him as a quarterback going forward. Were you yelling like Greg Olson and the other guy, go down, Greenlaw, go down. Yeah. <laughs> go oh, down. my God. I, I was celebrating, and I look over, he's still running across the field. I'm like, what are you doing? Get your ass on the ground. Those are the plays, uh, like, you think about that all the time, right? Like, no, you idiot. Just, yeah, <laughs> no. I thought no. we were going to see a Chargers-Patriots reenactment oh, when they got God. that pick and then fumbled. Because then you get the first down, too. It's like the – I mean, if there wasn't very much time left, maybe it would have been a lot harder for him. But all I needed was a field goal to tie it up. So exactly. it's still would have had a chance. So, uh, yeah, that was exciting. That, I mean, what a, to me, that goes into that Niners-Packers classic again. Again, a, not, we, we get another playoff classic, a great uniform matchup always between these teams. For you, maybe a more of a stressful classic because you, uh, uh, you guys were the number one seed. But at the end of the day, you guys showed – a little championship part there. You got the job done. Yeah. The defense stepped up uh, at the end when they needed to. But I, there, it just wasn't the most impressive game from you guys, definitely. Maybe the rain definitely was more of a factor than we thought. So we'll see what happens there. There's definitely concerns going forward with this team as far as stopping the, the run. And the whole right in the third corner, and the whole right side of the O-line is absolutely pathetic. Yeah, because, I mean, like, like you saw it against the Ravens, really, if you had to match up against them again. Yeah, maybe it would be a different game because you saw that. Or even against the Bills, that would be a tough matchup. So, yeah, that would be tough, too. So, and then we're, you know, so we'll see what happens there in the AFC and who you'll uh, play. If you make it that far, but first got to deal with either the Lions or Bucks and you get the winner of that. You want to see the Bucks? I'm assuming? Oh, I'd love to see the Bucks. But going back to the AFC, we haven't beat any of those quarterbacks since – Ever. We haven't beat Lamar, we haven't beat Josh Allen, and we haven't beat Mahomes. So, like, that, those are the three worst matchups in the whole NFL for us with those three quarterbacks. Um, all right. So, like I, said, like I said, you still feel pretty calm to me as a Niners fan this morning. You still feel well, like – one. I just – well, how how much was that stress level yesterday? What were you – where was, was, where was your head going? Like, were you like, Shanahan now is questioned. Is he out of his mind? Like, what's going with it? No, I don't go that far ever. I, I – 
kind of see things holistically. And I'm not going to be like, we're going to get a better coach than Shanahan. So I'm never like that. But I'm thinking like where I get rid of our D coordinator, get rid of Ambry Thomas, get a corner in and get a right tackle. In. Like that's where I was. I was like, we have to fix these spots. Or we're, we suck. This team is god awful without these positions being filled with different talent. Uh, that's my sports, my guy out there. Appreciate you checking in this morning. We hit a thousand uploads on VSN yesterday. Had to give him a part of that shout out yesterday with it. Thank uh, yeah, you. Yep, Aaron out there. So, yes, Niners, Ravens, part two. I think Niners fans, I don't think at this point with who's left in the AFC, it really doesn't matter. You guys are going to get a yeah. tough team if you made it that far. Uh, regardless. Uh, all right. So, the Niners, they pl- they'll play next week. Probably get the afternoon game, is my guess. Uh, the night game there, since it will be out here on the West Coast. So, We'll have that one Sunday night fourth. Maybe a little talk of the gridiron special. We get Tyler a little 20-minute appearance there on there. Maybe. We'll see, folks. But, hey, you get the Packers, Niners, classic again. We get that uniform matchup. Shanahan moves on, gets that win, that comeback win that he was looking for. The Niners, like Bosa says before, we needed it. We got that one there. So, any last final thoughts on that Niners? I mean, I'd like to get your thoughts on Jordan Love and, like, is he still the next great thing that Aaron Rodgers look alike? Or are you a little more take a step back, take a deep breath? I didn't what are your see, thoughts on Jordan? I Lowe? didn't see like superstar jump out to me. That's not like the, the arm video. wasn't all there. Like what? where are you? But I don't but I did uh what I did like about him is that he's able to re- he moves in the pocket really well, actually. Yeah, he does. He kind of feels like a better this I hope it's not an insult, but I guess like I say maybe a Hall of Famer now if he would have won this year. He kind of feels like a better version of Flacco to me. Like he's got a big arm. Athletic. That's what I mean. Like a better version. Like he yeah. can kind of. But Flacco wasn't that bad in the pocket. If you kind of, he can really move. And oh, like, yeah. but that's what I mean. He's better. He's even faster when he gets out. But like, Love's not running for thirty yards, and Flacco wasn't either. But they both could get like fifteen yards and stuff like that. But he's even more mobile than that. So that and but he kind of stands tall like him. That's why he kind of reminds me a little bit of him in the pocket. Somebody said like Brett Favre is like I guess because they throw off one leg a lot. But I don't see. I don't, I don't know. I didn't see that much, like, kind of wild. Game. Like, I don't think it's arm. I never saw any fast. Like, Florida was throwing fastball, like, 80-mile-per-hour slant routes. That I, I was impressed with the Packers' out. wide receiver weapon. I, 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 I Watson, They're I like good. him a lot, and we'll see. But I think Love does bring a – I think you can win a Super Bowl with him, though. I agree. I think there's a run. I, I think there's a world where you can win. I think their defense – their defense played well yesterday, I thought. How? What's the narrative of – uh, Brock Purdy throws two picks like uh, well, he should have. Are people saying he should be cut? No, he shouldn't be cut, but he's going to take a lot of Twitter heat. We know that. <laughs> he's going to take not a lot of Twitter heat. Like, he's, he's not getting, getting, getting rid of him. No, the, he's not getting rid of him, but it's just, it just, it just kind of feeds the narrative that you hate, which is this guy is not that good. Yeah. And yesterday you even admitted he wasn't that good. Oh, he was terrible. We'll see how he, like, if he plays again like that and it's not a rainy day, you'd have to be a little bit more concerned. I mean, absolutely. I'm not I'm saying, I'm not saying going like forward he's I'm just saying if you're winning a Super Bowl, you need him to be better than 21 points possibly. So that's all I'm right. saying. So that, that's that's part of it. But he, like I said, final drive, that's where that's that's where he makes – you know what I mean? That's what people are going to remember. So he got a touchdown there. Um, so there. Uh, how about my team, Pierce? They, saw, they did the, the haircut. Did he do the right thing? Did he sign him? I was thinking when you're like, somebody was like, should they have Harbaugh? Should they get Harbaugh instead of? And I'm, I was like, well, Harbaugh will eventually win, but it feels like it's going to be a, such a short period of time, and then like you're restarting a little bit of new program and stuff like that, a whole new one again. The the players seem to be be behind Pierce, so 
I don't know. I I I I think Pierce is the right hire for the for right now. I think it's better than going out. Just give him a, give him a year, and maybe you make a mistake. But he obviously proved that uh, he could get better too. I mean, he took over you know in like such a short time, you know, with no really yeah. expectations or anything, which sometimes helps. And like you said, maybe there was this motivation of Haiti McDaniel's almost that helped him a little bit too. So we'll see how he does hiring his new staff. He got Marvin Lewis. <laughs> Marvin Lewis. Good old Marvin. Marvin. Jordan was right. Marvel make the playoffs. Um, I'll do in the playoffs, but I, I like the hire as far. I mean, it's kind of short-sighted as far as like the players being galvanized by him, which, but you don't want to piss off the players either. So I understand the hire. I wouldn't, I'm, like, it, it was the right thing to do at this point. I think they should have kept Rich Biaca, Biaca or whatever the hell the guy's last name is three Bianca? years ago. I think that was the mistake. <laughs> Biachi, right? I was like, that's what I was like. It's Biachi, that sounds... <laughs> That's what, that's why I like to call it. <laughs> Is that do you have a bee on your cup? Is that what? That good, right? <laughs> exactly. I ran out of coffee cups. Look at this like, massive one with you. I was like, more coffee. Either that or it's a good coffee. Is either that or I was coming out with a Christmas tree coffee cup, and I was afraid that we'd have two Christmas trees out here. No, I got rid of my Christmas tree. If you want to take a look real quick, our guy Jay from out of out of the uh, out of another sports show, he was mentioning that my gosh, Tyler still has his tree up. So no, he's got it down now. He's got the tree down in the background. Um, all right, I think your brother probably will like the hire too, for the most part. Pierce, I think he'll be a fan of that one. Uh, I don't know. I, I, most Raider fans are, are, are going to be good with it. Like I said, they just got to get better. Their talent, like well, the O'Connell part. Uh, We'll see what they do at quarterback. They're going to bring somebody in. I just don't want it to be a terrible contract quarterback. Let's just like, you know, we need other things still. So we'll see what happens there. With would the, you be happy with a Gardner Minshew coming in? I, yeah, I guess I would be fine. Something like that. I'd be all right. But I know. Like Tyrod Taylor? Yeah, something. Yeah, I, I'm starting to turn on. I'm starting to be a little bit more towards Taylor. At first, I wasn't like that's my sports said, But I'm starting to kind of, I could see Taylor a world with it. Like where you just have three guys and you just play Russian roulette with them every week. Uh, I just think they need to get other areas better, but you do have Adam. So it's like, you, you know, there's a world where you can get a quarterback. Jameis Winston, should we get him? Uh, what are the spots they need to improve on that to, to give Antonio Pierce the best chance of winning? Well, obviously, quarterback needs something. But outside of that, the defense looked pretty good. The, the defense are- was a lot better. I thought the defensive line for the first year really showed up this year. So they have like, now they actually have a little depth there. I still think they need more linebackers. I will always say that. And I think they and and they need safeties. They don't. They safeties. lack. A, yeah, they lack a, like a safety, like with one that makes those special picks and kind of leads the defense differently than the. I feel like that always kind of takes the defense to another level when you have that third level defender that's a superstar uh, on the back end. I don't know. For me, that's always like a comforting thought when you have somebody like that. I would ask Adams who would watch that QB. It's but Adams would be like Derek Carr. Yeah, not- the Raiders be comfortable bringing Carr back. We are not comfortable bringing car back at all. The fan base is not comfortable. I do. I mean, like I said, 88, 98 is what we finished this year without him, too. So I don't know. I think that's kind of where we're at again, but we'll see what quarterback can kind of, we'll see what's out there in the market. We'll see where the, what's out there in the draft. Yeah. You know, maybe there's a world Would where they're going to spend that first round pick on a quarterback like Dyson or the guy from LSU. I'd be fine with Caleb Williams. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. I'd be fine with him at the at quarterback. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens with the Raiders. There's a long, a long off season ahead, though. Again, for, again, have not won a playoff game since 2003 versus the Titans. Steve McDair playing for them. Eddie George, Frank. I mean, my goodness, that's a Frank long White time. Ago. 
That's a long time to wait without a playoff win. Lions, they got it last week. Eminem was everywhere. Detroit, NBC really was he saying, was. Eminem, help us out. We need you to do a lot. Of, can you do the hype video for us? Can you be at the game for us? I mean, he's really, I wonder if he's making any money off of it or whatever. He's, <laughs> I don't I doubt it. He's a big uh, Detroit fan. He always has been. He, I've never seen him on social media. Maybe that. That intro. Oh, maybe the intro, yeah, for sure. I mean, if he's doing a work, working for a corporation, but I haven't seen him on social media that much. Even when he makes a CD, he doesn't promote it like he promotes the Lions. They do CD still. Um, <laughs> or whatever, an album. <laughs> the stick, the fire stick. We uh, <laughs> the fire sticks. Eminem has been everywhere for it, though, on Detroit. They had some cool pictures with, like, Sanders and Calvin Johnson and a couple other people there from Detroit. It's good to see them have a little success. It made me jealous, though. As a Raiders fan, did make me a little jealous seeing uh, seeing them celebrate just one win that a playoff would be nice again. Just what? That'd be nice. Say in my lifetime, right? It's, it's hard to believe. I was nine. I was nineteen. That's insane to think about. That that's the last time they won a playoff. Two thousand three. Your team's made the NFC Championship like what? Four out of the last five. Four years? last five years. Insane. So that's just the way it goes in the sporty world. Um, anything NFL wise, you got Bills or Chiefs today? I got the Bills. I think they're gonna just. Be more physical and all it's gonna be a good game. I don't know why they're gonna win. I like Josh Allen. I don't like Mahomes, so I'm going build. I think they're pretty evenly matched. They both have what, what did he good say to defenses. what did he say to Allen again at half the when they lost or so? Or when they remember you met him at half of half years, uh, like, Oh, he said that was a your penalty or something. It's a, a terrible, terrible call. call. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't get behind Mahomes. He's like, I don't know. Hey, we're gonna be on live the last six minutes of the game. That will be fun. I hope people get. We got a lot of views last year, last week on talking the gridiron, well, and so I'm hoping that we'll have a lot of interaction in a close game. Uh, they usually play close games. Probably go, probably will go to overtime. Oh, it's gonna be a good one. Um, what do you think about the fans having to shovel snow? I I've, I don't get the big deal. I actually kind of I didn't want to post it on Twitter. It was too long. It couldn't fit in. I'm not blue checked, so I don't get that many characteristics. It was I was just they, I, I I was thinking that. To me, remember we had this conversation a month ago about like fans and like this uniqueness of it's a real stadium in a sense. Still, like there is like this bond between the team and the fan base. I don't know. For me, it's not a big deal that the fans shovel snow. If they want, there's they jump off they jump off mountains to land on a table that's on fire. These people could shovel snow for a few hours to work off the teddies. They're fine in the cold. I, I don't know. Like to you, is it a I don't find it even a big deal. I don't live in the snow, but it's like if fans want to no. shovel the snow, I don't I don't see it a big deal. No, I think it's like a, it brings the fans together. They're getting paid twenty dollars an hour. That's not a bad rate. As a nineteen year old kid, I would have gone and shoveled some snow. Maybe not from Northern California, but I'm gonna hit my section first of it. <laughs> if I was used to the snow, I'd shovel for twenty dollars an hour back in the day. I mean I was making like eight fifty when I was eighteen. Uh, <laughs> but me and you, to be fair, never been in Buffalo Colts. So no, <laughs> that is true too. I don't know if I could handle it. <laughs> You're all. Well, I, did you see that video I uh, I had on talking to the Gridiron last week? Where there, and you might have saw it on social media where that guy's going down that like the snow sled, basically at the stadium. You know where they shovel snow and it brings it down mm -hmm. uh, from the seats, and the guy rides it down to push down the snow. I was like, oh my gosh, people! He has his shirt off. Uh, insane. So, <laughs> how many teddies was he in? How many teddies did he in? Uh, the least, probably twelve teddies. <laughs> probably at least, well, maybe back down. Twelve back down did already. Uh, so, anyways, that you got. So you got that. You got Lions beating the Bucks then. Yeah, I think the Lions handle the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks <laughs> leave a lot to be desired. I mean, I'm not big Baker potato fan. I'm not a big golf guy either, but I like what I saw from them against the Rams. I think the Rams were one of the four best teams in the NFC, and they're not there, so. 
you don't take them serious. You have the Ravens beat the Texans yesterday. So that's your NFL kind of thing there. But Big Niners, uh, Big Niners come back yesterday. Big guy. He survives. TMB will have something to talk about. Oh, I was going to tell you, it's still funny to me on your at Tyler McGurk uh, X page that you have that yeah. you have like at at TMB at TMB. And I told you this. If you click on that, it takes you to this TM Biscuit podcast. You haven't changed your actually add on there. So it doesn't it goes change. the fat boy fade away. No, 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 no. On your Twitter page, if you go to Tyler McGurk, I'll, I gotta bring, I'll bring it up here at the end. I'll, I'll show you there. But I'm a, if you go to it, it comes up as TM Biscuit. It's going to send you to some ladies from 2021 page. I don't know what it is. I, gotta, I don't know why that. It always cracks me up. I'm always like, I can't believe he's never changed this to where um, – where people don't take them to tea and biscuits. That's always just well, kind of tea, tea, tea and biscuits has now gone defunct. This you is the page that you go. Well, Roger, take your new page. I'm a co-host of Fat Boy Fadeaway. Oh, host of the Tea and Biscuits Pod. I'm like, is Tyler doing something I'm not aware of? Is he hosting? A, I'm doing God work. I'm giving these ladies. Hosting? Don't say I'm. Don't say I'm misogynistic. I, I care about the ladies. I want them to be heard as well. <laughs> I was like, I thought that was great that all this time, yeah, I was trying to tell you that. You, I thought maybe at this point you were just leaving it up. Uh, I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, I mean, oh, I did know. I, you told me before. Uh, well, that was good stuff. They're still there. Hey, C Wood, what's up out there? Uh, congrats Thank on the you, win last guy. night. Thank you. Got the win last night. Got Big the dub. win. Uh, his, out there in Alabama, always a lot of news after the offseason if they don't get a win, national championship. So, I always get a kick out of that stuff, like because I always follow uh, C Wood on Twitter. And there's always I'm like, how does this college program have this much? And I have a note for this week of how bad Cal and Stanford suck. And we, oh, you know, just like it's just the idea of like these two teams. Like when I post these old pictures, I'm like, Cal and Stanford had like legit basketball programs. Like maybe the Cal wasn't like making the Sweet 16 every year, but they were in the tournament for the most part every year or every other year right and then stanford always had like top one top two and i'm like how does alabama create 365 days of college noise it blows my mind <laughs> it does i have no idea how that takes place so uh see what hope everything's going out there uh doing good for you out there uh your rockets they're still ahead of my warriors in the in the standings as well it's not saying much we'll get to the warriors here in a little bit so i hope everything's going good with you my, my friend um all right so as we were kind of talking about uh, talking about the NFL, moving into the Warriors, uh, the Nick Saban effect. Yes, the Nick Saban effect is real. We'll see. <laughs> it's very real. Maybe he comes back. Go to Cal. Go to Cal. How do you think Nick Saban would handle the liberal and hippies? And Can you imagine Nick Saban? The, like, the protesters at midfield. How would that go over with Nick Saban? <laughs> he, go, he comes from an LSU program, an Alabama program, and then he, go, and then he, goes, to, then he goes all the way out to the, the West Coast. Of Cal. Oh, <laughs> uh, that would be good. That would that, that would be a classic right there. Um, maybe he'll get more relaxed like Don Nelson at his times. So maybe he'll get more relaxed like Don. Out there. Got good guns out here. Uh, Warriors, though they have they haven't played basketball in over a week now because obviously the tragedy yeah. of the passing of their uh, on Monday. of their of their uh, uh, their assistant coach. I don't know. Nothing really. To, just life is bigger bigger than sports. Obviously. It, you will see how it affects the team on the court. Um, he would adapt, yes, he would adapt. But we'll see how it affects the. We'll see how it affects the team uh, moving forward. Obviously, you know, some of the players tweeted about it. Um, kind of. So obviously, if he's around, going to flights with you, you know somebody. You're going to start to build a connection. 
especially if you've been on the team for the last three years, that's even going to be more the case. So, uh, you know, it'll, at 46, I'm like, my gosh, I'm 39. You know, it's like, you know, in a heart attack. So uh, you, you do kind of think about that stuff a little bit too. So I don't know. Yeah, just sad. Uh, the Raptors coach play, drew some play up that was in, I can't pronounce the last guy, of this guy's playbook. He drew a play up, a bit. Score, hit a three-pointer. Um, I just lost my boss to a massive heart attack at like 55, and it blew my socks away. Like January 2nd, we go back to work. I get a call. He's at work. He works the whole day. Yeah. I get a call when I get home from work. Boss has passed away. Jeez. I was like, what the hell? Like, it's so stunning. Like, and I couldn't imagine, like, I've only known him for like a year and a half, two years. And knowing the guy for three years and you're on planes with him every day, you're with him for like six months of the year. I don't know. It's it's heartbreaking. Um, obviously, I, it's, I work with like kindergarten through eighth grade students, right? So it's very hard at that age to put time into perspective, right? It's like, it's very... It's hard to gain wisdom at such a young age, right? There's that Benjamin, yeah. You know, it's like as you got that saying, right? As you get older, you gain your wisdom. It'd be nice to have that in your youth. But yeah. um, so as you're trying to explain it to him, I always try to tell him at the end of the day, like wherever, wherever you fall faith-wise, you you only get an allotted amount of time, and you never know what's guaranteed. You you and you're literally you're probably guaranteed no, you're guaranteed nothing. That's what people forget. Like you're li- you you're not owed any a special amount of time. You have to. You get what you get. There's healthy people. There's you know, there's accidents. There's this. There's that. And so uh, we'll see how the Warriors rally around from a basketball standpoint. They obviously are not playing good basketball at this point right now. So we'll see if maybe from a unity standpoint, this maybe brings them a little bit closer together. But hard not to even reflect on your own life a little bit when you have little, when you have tragic passings like that. Yeah, stuff. I as far as basketball goes, I just the Warriors aren't any good. They're bad. Do you think that do you, and then and now you had Siakam go to the Pacers where they were rumored to possibly get him a little bit right with Wiggins and maybe Moody and Kaminga going to Toronto. I've been saying Murray from the Hawks would be a good fit for the for the Warriors, but it's, I haven't heard any rumors about him in it. All I'm thinking is Mike Dunleavy hates the Warriors franchise. <laughs> yeah, one great moment. Of Mike Dunleavy hates the Warriors. He's doing everything to take off your strip it off. Like, let's go get that fire in your belly. Yeah, let's dead. go. Uh, and then Chris Paul's hurt. Um, I was thinking maybe like would you be do would you do a Paul for Connolly switch with the with the T Wolves? Would they do something like that? Probably not. But uh, I, I don't know. We'll see what they do. But there's not they're running out of options because there's not many players out there that's going to help them now. There's not. I don't think Chigakum would have helped them. I think they're dead in the water. They have nothing outside of Curry. What? And- this is what I said to you last, last a couple weeks ago. When I said to you. It's not just about this year. They have to think about next year, too. What, are they just going to suck again? Siakam was – Siakam had one year on his contract. There's no guaranteed come back to this trash. But Why do you want to come back to this? So maybe it's not Siakam, but what are they – like, are they just going to be – they're going to be stuck again next year, basically, right? That's – you build the young guys. That's the only option you have at this point. You don't so, – if you're not going to trade for anybody who's going to help you this year or next – like, who are you getting that's going to help you next year? You just have to help the young guys get better and then draft good players. This year, they got at least two serviceable. So you're not going to trade for a player. star right now. You're not going to trade for somebody that could be on your team next year or something. Maybe what star? Like Zach Levine. <laughs> no, I'm not trading for Zach Levine. I'm not giving up Kamingo for Zach Levine. No, <laughs> Come on, Tyler. Have a little, you would do that? There's no way. Have a little faith in Zach. Come on. He can I don't get have faith in this. That was the worst part about the Niners. How about Kuzma? Can we get a little Kuzma out there? 
Yeah. Are we giving up Wiggins? I'll give up Wiggins for Kuzma. I'm not giving up Kaminga. Bridges. All right, we're talking. We'll take Bridges. Little Bridges talk there. All right, all right. We need a defender. We played Memphis on Monday. We didn't get to talk about this game yet. The weirdest box score I've ever seen. It shows how bad this Warriors defense is. The the freaking Grizzlies shoot 54 three-pointers. 54. They get to the line 40 freaking times. How do you shoot 54 free throws and get 40 free or 54 three-pointers and shoot 40 free throws? You can't guard anybody and you can't protect the rim. When they go to the rim, you foul. And you're giving up 54, like, decent-looking three-pointer. They shot 38% from three. It's They're bad. There's nothing more to it. it I'd be right down there. And like you said, like, Looney can't move. His, it was funny in that when I posted that video about the Grizzlies thing. You're like, I like they can't lose to the Grizzlies. You're like, yeah, they can. And then <laughs> they lose to the G League team, basically, out there. Like, a lot of these guys were just pulled up a couple weeks ago. That tells you how bad of a spot the Warriors are in right now. How bad of a spot they're in So – uh, that's that's kind of what it's looking like from the Warriors' standpoint there. Uh, Rockets, like I said, see what your Rockets still ahead of the, them in the 11 seed. Can your Rockets get in? I'm hoping. Like the Jazz still, I can't believe it. They're still in there. The Kings have dropped out of the top six, so they need to start. The Pelicans have dropped, uh, jumped into the top six. Um, so we'll see what happens there with it. Uh, Ant, get some Jordan talk. Missed those free throws last night. You'll have to go back and watch if you know what I'm talking about, people. So that, that happened there. He's still a hell of a player. Of course, so a uh, little NBA. So, did you see uh, Sports Illustrated? No more. Yeah, it's sad. That's that. Like as a child, when I first learned to read, that's the first thing. Like I'd go and like at seven years old, I'd go wake up, go find the Sports Illustrated, read it with my dad, talk about what was going on in sports, and that was like what and the newspaper, but Sports Illustrated especially because they had better pictures. Um, and now it's no longer, and it's just like my dad stopped getting it a year ago, I think, or a year and a half ago. I just, yeah, not it's a sad day for sports. Like, it people don't understand like how big a Sports Illustrated cover was for a guy's career and a certain marketing aspect. Oh, absolutely. That was, I mean, LeBron, remember when he was on Sports Illustrated? Like, that was a big deal for us, right? I was you know, a chosen one, freshman, I was a C or maybe a maybe you were an eighth grade actually. And I, was, I think I was a junior when that came out. So, I mean, oh, you're right. And then you got you, you posted this picture being one of your favorite ones here. Uh, I'm Barry Bonds and you're not. I remember as a kid, I have it like, uh, I think I'm like four years old. I saw somebody post it too about, uh, it's the one where Will Clark has, he's like on there with it. Since I had that one, like my four-year-old with the Easter on there with it. So uh, it is one of those things where like, I think it's almost like the newspaper. I used to, even as a kid, I used to, and I'm, we're not like, that old, like, like eight, but the newspaper was a deal where you'd get it. I'd read through the sports section. I'd look at the box scores. I kind of would kind of do all that stuff. So that part of that is, is missed a little bit in that younger generation. Uh, I don't know, like I, they're going to miss out on some of this purity. Yeah, it's gone. It's out. And I, and for, I even did sports illustrated for kids. I remember my mom would give me like those, uh, those things too. So that was always a big deal. I still have some of those in my house. I should now, Maybe now they're going to be a big deal, though, they're not. But you get my point. Like, they still have a piece of paper, a big deal. But maybe there's a classic one I could keep. But uh, I don't know. You're right. It's just part of my childhood a little bit gone, but also just part of our news and our whole world a little bit. That's going to be I mean, changed just, that my our kids won't know about. There's, like, it's, it bonded my family in a way. Like, obviously, it was more sports than the Sports Illustrated, but the Sports Illustrated helped 
bring me and my brother. My dad would do quizzes with us based on like things in sports. So I said, oh, who has the most hits this year? Or with the newspaper or anything like that. Whatever was the big story going on. And it just sucked. Like I'd build collages with the photos. I'd cut them out and I'd rip them up and then put them on my wall, put some tape. And my parents would get pissed and I'd put tape on the paint. But you just live and you learn. So they, they were so a lot. Are you telling me a lot of swimsuit models went up on the wall? No, I'm just <laughs> That's what I, that's exactly that's what I see when we're on the same page there with that. They're saving. They're, <laughs> those, were for the, those were for my school binders. Those were for my school binder. Here's some of them, kind of as we go through it. I remember the, the Vince Young one as well, right there. That was I do remember that one out there. And like you said, it's been around for so long uh, that, that you have like iconic pictures. The, the Tiger Woods one, obviously uh, the the soccer one, Brady Chastain. So. Yeah, just a lot of like big moments that uh, were covered. <laughs> there was definitely this swimsuit though. Yeah, so I, on the wall, a lot of those were right there. Local library. You're, I've never been. What? Why is everybody going to the library that set the first week of the month right now? Right <laughs> the library. Uh, definitely was a big part of my childhood for sure. Uh, and a lot of the a lot of guys were uh, journalists made their mark at Sports Illustrated. Like those were articles you would read. Like, what's the guy that still covers the NFL? Um, yeah, the, oh, yeah, they remember this. The I remember I took oh, this marketing cool. class. That was always a big deal. The cab, like, you notice how on a men's magazine they put the they put a, you know cowboy smoking you know you do a cigarette. I'm like, yeah, I do. Of course, what do you, you know something like that with like four women on your shoulders. So you got that with smoking a cigarette at the same time. Uh, yeah, so you had that with it. But I don't know. Like, it's just one of those like kind of classic, uh, classic articles. Classic and like oh, the guy I was gonna say Peter King. NFL guy, nope. he used to write Rick some Riley. Like yeah, yeah, some of those guys. Um, the Rick Riley or uh, Peter King, uh, Madden Bus one is the one I remember the most. So, um, yeah, a lot of good stuff. I'm gonna definitely uh, go through a little bit more of it. Like I have, like Absolutely. I said, I know my parents have a few old ones. So when I go over the next, I'm gonna probably definitely just take take an old look at what they used to look like and some of the what I actually had there with it. So, yeah. Big part of the child has gone with that. Um, it's probably going to be like our life magazine that our parents had. Like my parents used to tell me these life magazines, and I was like, "What the heck is this?" Oh, yeah, life magazine. What was the? It was a Newsweek. That was one. Maybe they still have that one. But you're right. Life was out there for a while. That that's one that was that was a big deal if you were on life. Yeah, my parents have a bunch of them still in like this like container up in the attic. I was like, I bet the spiders have all gotten to it now. They're going to be worth millions. Yeah, exactly. you, you tell that to like, you treated right. them like shit they're all bent up and <laughs> you write that to bentley there's a secret stash of a lot of money sports <laughs> illustrated magazines and we have life magazines don't worry about them being bent at all uh, it's like the dave Chappelle joke where he's like where he told the, the stand-up where he tells the family if, if i die there's a little there's, there's a book with all my jokes he's like oh yeah if you just read them you'll be fine you should be able to make money <laughs> I thought that was good. Uh, so, yeah, so Sports Illustrated, good night. So, I mean, what is the last ep- – is it the Deion Sanders? Is that the last cover? I, I got to look up which one will be the last cover. I have no idea what was the last cover. That'll be, that'll be interesting. So, all theirs will they'll probably still be online, I'm guessing. I don't know. We'll see what they do with the – how they start covering things uh, on the Sports Illustrated uh, I think they, I think it's done. I think they fired every employee. I don't think there's even a domain online anymore for it. I just went on Sports Illustrated for covers. They had that other other. We were speaking of Sports Illustrated. Tiger, Nike, they break up. A rarity. You don't see that. Little, little. Shocking. Is he was, still going to wear Nike clothes? What clothes do you think he comes out wearing? <laughs> LLB, LLB. <laughs> <laughs> LLB. <laughs> They're so comfy. 
Lululemon? Oh, God. Uggs, Uggs all the time. He's got Uggs out there on the course. Yeah, Uggs cleats. They're very comfy. Helps his foot. Softens the blow to the knee. Softens the <laughs> He's got out there. Uh, I don't know where he's gonna go. I, I wonder I, if I, a golf guy could do um, before. Sorry, a golf guy could do like a NASCAR shirt with like eight hundred logos on it that just gets you paid. Let's be sponsored up. Uh, yeah, where does Sports Illustrated go? Or where does Nike go? Or not Nike? Where's Tiger Woods? Like? I don't think. Yeah, it's just odd because you know that was like such a big deal when he signed with them, right? There was like everybody started buying Nike clubs. Like Nike wasn't even a thing really golf-wise until he came on. No. I mean, real, I mean, and that was kind of like when we were both starting golf a little bit around that time, right? Yeah. Nike club. Everybody knew Nike because of Jordan at that time and the, the NBA side of it. So then it came to the golf side and Nike just spiked. For, uh, the, everybody was into their clubs, buying their clubs. I remember something, I got the Nike club. Yeah, I was like. Remember the Nike ball? I feel like the Nike ball was the bigger. Like, oh, I found a Nike ball. Now I find a Nike ball. Like, yeah, I don't want it really. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> But that's that swoops to sales. Like it's a clean logo that has so many attachments to it, so much like history and sports. If you put it on anything, it's gonna do fine. And I, the Nike golf clothing is where they really made their hay. Like the Nike hat, the Nike shirt. That's Did where you, I feel like they really flourish in golf. I didn't see that movie. Did you ever see that one on the Jordan Nike thing? No, I didn't. I kind of watched it. I heard there was. I don't. I don't think any. I don't think there's really any Jordan moments in it. I don't, no, Jordan's not in it. So they like yeah. the back of his head in a medium, supposedly. <laughs> so he's like Steinbrenner from from Seinfeld. Uh, <laughs> so just about all you're gonna get. Um, all right, so so we have that tiger. They get the split there. Just a little interesting news. Giddy not charged NBA side. Last thing there, a lot of people not liking that with the hair getting charged there. Chet got his jersey retired. Oh, there are some funny comments though in those uh, in those comment sections. If you follow on Twitter when Chet Holgren was getting his Twitter or when Chet Holgren was getting his jersey retired at his high school, if anybody uh, knows the Giddy situation, you can look it up. Obviously, but, it, but some of the comments in there were like he's under the bleacher stuff like that. So like it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like people rip it on him, no mercy on him. So. Uh, they have that going on with them too. Hall of Fame ballot, MLB. Uh, I talked about your. This is the, this is the week it comes out. This is where I start to get. I, I always get fired up once a year about the Hall of Fame ballot. What is it? About? I guess because I'm we're just such. Or I don't know, I'm such a big baseball person. I'll speak for myself that I just sometimes I don't understand what we're doing, and so that kind of. <laughs> so I don't know who we're picking at times. So this is like these are the guys that are on the list. Probably your top guys are Helton, Wagner, Jones, Sheffield, Beltron, Rodriguez. Man, he got the list there. So we'll see who gets in. Uh, you get up to 10, 10, ballot, or 10 picks. Um, I don't know, T. We'll be interested who, uh, who who gets in. I, I'm getting. I'm feeling like Adrian Beltre is going to get in the way a lot of people are talking. To me, I don't know. He doesn't feel like a first-time Hall of Famer to me, though, at all. No, I, he was he was good. He was he was great. He was not great. He was good. He was really good. And at times he was good. he's a Hall of Famer. He's just not a first ballot Hall of Famer. I, yeah, exactly. I think Todd Helton should get in. Andrew Jones, A. Rod, and Manny Ramirez are the guys who I look at this list and I go, "They're the Hall of Famers." Now, what? How about Maurer? And... <sighs> not play long enough. He's close. He, I if he gets, I wouldn't. Has he been on the ballot before? I wouldn't put him in first. No, ballot, this is his first time. I think he should get in eventually. Okay, how about the guy that's been on the longest, Sheffield? He's 
Yeah, I would. He's not a Hall of Famer. Oh man, I feel like he is. When he played, I felt like he was a game changer. He definitely. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be. I mean, if Fred McGriff is in, how? I mean, well, I don't know. Fred McGriff be in. I don't have Fred McGriff in my Hall of Fame. So five of the homers, McGriff not it. That's surprising. No, no accusation of roids. You don't have McGriff in the crime dog. Unreal. Like three, three All Star appearances. Big crime dog. No MVPs. Nothing. I don't know. He just Harold played Bates. for twenty two years. No, I think crime dogs in. I think Sheffield's in too. Yeah, he. I don't. I just don't see him as a first ballot though. He was good. I think a lot of people just forget like. The Seattle years were not good. They were not good. They were not, it was not good baseball for him for for a while. So, it, but Texas, he went and went to Texas and saved his career. Really, I mean, he just kind of he was always good at defense. Like that was always his strength. But yeah. and he came in. That was the thing too with him. He came in so young into the league uh, there too. So, um, so you got him. That uh, Wagner nine years. He's probably the next guy. A lot of people think Wagner. Yeah. No, you're not a Wagner guy. Uh, those, those playoff stats you pointed out to me are just too pathetic. So I always say to me that Wagner Frankie Rodriguez debate is interesting. Like to me, if mm-hmm. Wag, I don't know, they're like to me they're pretty even. Like it's like I I know their stats aren't like right on the money, but pretty darn close. I mean, to be honest, and they both play the same position. It'll be interesting if one gets in and the other one doesn't. Like that to me won't make much sense. So that's how I feel about it. So Rodriguez was better in the postseason though. So. Yeah, I always like off the top of my head, I always thought Wagner was better, but that those postseason numbers you pointed out to me are not going to leave my head ever. Like I'm like <laughs> this guy was a bum, and when it mattered most, and he played on some good teams as well. And, All um, right, I just want to I just want to get a couple more with you here. Beltron, Utley, Carlos Rollins. Hold on, Beltron was involved with the hitting the garbage can. So he's right? out. He's out. Okay, Tory Hunter and Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones should get in before Torrey Hunter, but I think Torrey Hunter is more well-liked and would get in before him. All right, and last one for you, Andy Pettit. No, Andy Pettit. A Yankees legend? I'm not saying he's not going to get in. I, he's well, not my Hall of Fame. Astros legend made it to the, made it to the Hall of Fame. He's probably the Astros Hall of Fame somewhere. I would go Wagner, Astros, and Phillies. I think them. Andy Pettit Andy Pettit led the, probably leads MLB history in the most mound visits in playoff baseball. I think that's <laughs> what I think of Andy Pettit. Always Jorge Posada going out to give a mound visit. No, I always think about the, the guys like <laughs> talking to himself in there. What a pickoff move. What a pickoff move. Uh, it's one of the best. I like Bartolo's a first timer out here. James Shields, he's on the list. My gosh, but he's out there. He's on the list. I think it, I think it's hard to remit, be remiss not to mention Joe Buck and Tim McCarver. <laughs> Joe I think they're getting in this year. Oh, gosh. Uh, Tim, the Cardinals will be happy. I'm okay with Tim McCarver getting in. Joe and Buck, we just me and you just aren't fans of Big Buck. So I, 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 hope Beltry, I hope Beltrade doesn't get in as a first timer. Uh, that's all my thing, especially when you got. And like I said, I think A-Rod should even be it. I don't really care about this, so that's all that matters. The mound visit, yes. There's quite a bit of mound visits. Thank goodness we – that part, I'm glad we don't have anymore. So, uh, like, going out to that. Have, now we have a like, the, the system on our watch. We can tell this Can we thing. just get Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame to make this relevant again? That's all. I don't care and about Roger the until Barry Bonds gets – Yeah, and Clemens. All of them. Even A-Rod. <laughs> 696 home runs. There's, like – Bond that's the most ever, like, nah, and you know what? We, our morals are too too great here. And then it's like, what? Like we say, you have Bud Seeley in the Hall of Fame. I mean, what are we talking about here? Like, really, honestly, like, that's to me what matters the most. Jimmy Foss, you know, Ty Cobb. You got all sorts of not very nice people. 
James Shields could get in that trade, the Tatis trade, right? He, gets, he was part of that. That's what he gets in. Big news. Um, until Bonds gets in, it, yep, exactly. It's just it, do, it doesn't make it relevant. It, the Pete Rose one's a little different for me. Yeah, I still I need to get into, but like I, 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 I don't know. It's a museum at the end of the day. Just put the best players in. Like they're gonna have their twenty minutes of fame, and I don't know. Barry Bonds was all—he was a Hall of Famer before any of this too. So it's crazy what they're doing with that. So uh, me and you always got to get a little baseball in with it. Yeah. Omar Vizquel, I'm sorry, I don't think you should be in there too. So I, I don't think I'm not a Omar. I loved Omar. Omar was one of my favorite players, but he's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, because that's just not a game changer type of feel. Is he, if you look at his stats offensively, they're pretty similar to Ozzy Smith outside of steals, and Ozzy Smith's in. And defensively, Ozzy was a little more flary. But Omar Omar had it too. Yeah, I don't know. It's Ozzy's team Ozzie won a little bit more. Ozzy's like, better. Yeah, it was like what I mean. If you watch some of his highlights, there. I mean, Omar's are good too, but Ozzy's are insane yeah. as well. So um, put Pete Rose in. Put the other guy, the White Sox guy too. Put him in there. Put in Joe. Let's get them all in. He'll he uh, <laughs> his great 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 grandson with the speech. Um, we do it. So we got all that. So we get everybody in the Hall of Fame now. Uh, Manny should be in all these guys. And David Ortiz, a first-time Hall of Fame. Remember, he last year first ballot insane to me. I'm sorry, that's he almost he almost got murdered. He was robbed and put him in. He survived though. He survived. So uh, I just can't believe he was first ballot last year. So that that blows my mind with it. Um, All right. So those are my kind of kind of my thoughts of the sporting world this week. If you like, like I said, we got to talk to Cal Stanford second as well. Uh, Some other things that went up. I'm changing my uh, my title at work, so I was doing interim principal work. So now I'm vice principal because now we're kind of taking over. So kids are always like, "Do you feel like you got? Are you losing? Do you feel like you lost your job?" Stuff like that. I always find it funny, like with these answers. I'm always like in my head. I'm always like, "But I love. I'm always like, no, man. Like we're working. You know, that's the point of it. Like you know, there's there's give and take with these things. Like so, it's hilarious working with K through eight. Some of the the questions I get over there. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not. A, I'm not upset about it. I'm a team player. We can work together here. I wasn't hired on any, any ways to do that stuff. So it's just funny. Some of the things that come up during the week. Uh, some of the could you imagine the audacity of an adult coming up and asking? That's the best. Like the wisdom of kids is just not very high. So I mean, sometimes you know, some people will ask you like in a different way, like how you feel about it. That's different, like than the way a kid will just be like, well, I'm like talking a game about dodgeball rules and hey, uh, Mister Wright. How do you feel about this? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> That's not the <laughs> not the time. Um, all right. Other thing, I, other, so I had that come up during the week, and I was I had this thing like I don't know what I know I, I don't want to go too much on a tangent. I know we've been talking mostly sports, but I know we all play. I know me and you play travel sports, but like it feels different now. I feel like there, it, maybe it's I feel like it's grander than it was before. Like I, I just notice a lot of people. I don't know. I just feel like it's a lot of time and tra- a lot of time that goes into like having to travel. And like when I think about like even the time I spent, uh, probably how a lot of it was unnecessary, like weekends doing like things or like why well, go up to Crescent City for one soccer game and then come back, you know, which is like yeah. the top of or- like top of California, basically. You know what I mean? Which is a seven hour drive. Me and your brother made Kyle to one game there and then back in the same day. Like my point, I don't know. Some of these things I'm always like I watch it and some and like I, I can respect it. But at the same time, I'm always like. I don't know. It's a lot sometimes, and I, I just wonder what what sacrifices. I don't know. It's just been on my mind. Was, was it not worth? You look back on it and go, maybe I would have rather stayed home and not done it. Like as a kid, I just see my kid playing 
so many video games and like i'm like i'd rather i mean i don't want to drive to crescent city don't get me wrong that seems like a complete waste of time but like doing travel ball with bentley i if you look less grand there's less tournaments the tournaments aren't as like organized maybe as a kid you have to put into it maybe as a kid well, maybe as a kid i just didn't realize how unorganized it was because the parents took or the adults took care of it and now i'm like this is a mess like they don't I don't know. What was what did you ask me though? I was just gonna say, how much money do you spend on travel, like, or if you don't mind? I I don't. I I just put my check into the account. And Emily did not tell Emily, where are you? I'm sure you. Yeah, spending. I have no idea what. Emily, too much. I I but, 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 but it's also Sebastopol, and Sebastopol is this really liberal hippie. Nothing against the liberal. I, I have liberal views as well as conservative views. That's what Sebastopol but is. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's it's very, but I have like okay, some people say like, I know that are spending like ten thousand on like volleyball. No, 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 yeah, not, like not you know, like trap and like going to like I we I think some people like I, I saw this early, I saw this like all my years that as people go to Marin for the traveling sports. Like I was thinking like man, get it home at nine and then having to do it like that would be a lot. You know what I mean? So, but I guess that's what you do with high school sports, and I get that, and I get the routine of it. But I don't know. So it's just sometimes I'm like, when is it? When is it too much, and what? Maybe it's more. When is it too young? Maybe that's more where. where that's probably better. I like, agree. At six or seven, you're doing that. So, anyways, that was kind of on my mind during the week a little bit. Um, all right, winner losers of the week. Uh, can I start out with my loser because I want to go a little bit with it for a little bit? The A's possibly going to Sacramento or Salt Lake City. I mean, we continue to say John Fisher is a big loser. MLB, what a clown show this is! Like, why are we just not forcing this loser to sell his sell his team? And making a Las Vegas an expansion team. Now, Las Vegas, for a team that's going into a city, you don't really get this hot feeling that Las Vegas is super pumped for it. You know what I mean? Like, and even I've heard guys on the Sacramento radio because they went through this with the Kings, where they're like, "Yeah, like it'd be good to have MLB baseball here, but it doesn't feel right." You know, Sacramento's pretty close to Oakland, so there's this kind of, I don't know, T. Like, this is getting this is to me one of the biggest clown shows in MLB history. It is a clown show. I mean, it's Mr. Fisher. Salt Lake City Athletic. It's, it's, a, it's not good for – it's baseball in a vacuum. It's just what happens, like, in baseball. It's unorganized. It's, they don't do what's best for the fans ever. It's always what's best for the owners. They don't do even what's best for the players unless they get strongholded into it by the best union in the history of unions. The A's are, I don't, I mean, at least Sacramento, Oakland fans could still enjoy the team. I don't know if they'd even want to as Fisher being the owner. Like, I, I, it's just a big I think the A's fans would feel like Sacramento burned us. I mean, are, but the, uh, I don't know. You you stuck with them in Vegas, like the Raiders, but most are, they go both ways. I don't know. It's I See, I think for my statement, I want team, I want the fans. That's the thing I, I try to get, I'm trying to, when I do the seventh inning stretch with the guys from like, from Josh and St. Louis. Like, I don't understand how more people can't understand. Like, I guess it's just not in the backyard enough to where, like, they care about it. But I'm like, this is ridiculous. I mean, this to me is one of the more oh, insane things that, like, I've seen in professional sports MLB allow. Like, they don't even, they, they don't even, they didn't even make them pay the relocation fee. I mean, they didn't have a plan. Like, now they might not even do it at the Tropicana. Like, they don't have, they were supposed to have drawings for it in early December. They still don't have it now. You get, you get my point? Like, this is one of the biggest clown shows Ever. How is and if you're investing into the stadium, do you really trust John Fisher? And I don't even understand how the MLB players union would allow this and or aren't fighting back on it more. Or I'm not hearing more about it because 
why would you want your players moving around in like Salt Lake City? I don't know. Like to me, it's just I don't know. Like how are these players going to get? How is this better for the players too? I don't get any of it. So I, I just think it's one of the most insane situations that I've seen here in a, in a long time. There's been the relocation, but I know between the Expos, but that was that one always felt a little different. Uh, I know Expos fans are. Pissed is that because it was that. in Canada? It wasn't in your backyard? No, no just like some of the. Uh, like there, like there was a little bit more like there were the expos the, the politics there's kind of like Oakland in a little bit too like they were they struggle with like helping like get a stadium funded but I do think in this aspect the ownership is so bad for the A's like you said Butler's your biggest signing Billy Butler I mean like unreal three years third like that's it's pathetic Tyler so I went on a little long but just the idea that it's Salt Lake City A's is insane to me absolutely. Um- <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know what you do. I just, it's a, Oakland's the, like, as much as people don't want to put you, we just want to blame Oakland's the blame as well. For the, I mean, Fitzer's the biggest number one guy for sure. No, he is. But I don't Oakland think has I, some, like. Oh, they have more than some. They've lost three teams. They have some, they have, okay. they have something to That's do with all, Their politics are right. crap at times. So, like, I agree. They, but okay. it's still like this, the MLB is not. Helping this one. This one feel. This one's terrible. So, all right. What's your loser of the week? Uh, my losers of the week are the two young quarterbacks, not named Brock Purdy, who just put up a big shit burger. This they played great in the uh, uh, wild card weekend. Came in. It just seemed like they were overmatched. Their teams weren't. I, the Packers were right there, uh, but Stroud, Love just came back to reality, and all the slurping has slowed down at least. Um, and he survives. He survived. So, uh, I got for winter. A the lot week, of that has to do with Jordan Love. Why we survived. Yeah, no, no doubt. He was, he was, like you said, he did, he just didn't make the big plays at the end of the game. Um, all right. So my winner of the week, I got Hayter get 95 million as a closer pitch one inning. That's pretty good. Not bad business for you. A couple of the losers. Oh, I forgot. I was watching the Hornets play the other day. These purple uniforms with the team. My gosh. Just awful uniforms. Like they look like something like at like a CYO league or something. It's this awful type of uniform. It's one of the worst I've ever seen uh, with it. Um, so I had to throw that out for loser of the week. I totally forgot about that one. What's your winner of the week? Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. He just showed up. He I thought you like said it was Lamar the defense Jackson. that played well yesterday, though. Well, it was. The defense is that, but Lamar showed up too. Like the defense didn't give up a point or three points all game. They didn't give up a touchdown. So like the defense. Patrick McQueen and Rolando McClain are the two best middle linebackers duos in the NFL. And I'm a Niner fan, and I still think they're better. They're faster. But the way Lamar Jackson played, he ran for another 100 yards uh, in a game. He has three of the four in NFL history for the playoffs, having over 100 rushing yards from a quarterback. And then he threw two touchdowns, and he just looked unstoppable in that second half. And then his interview after, where he's like, "How the who talked a lot in the second or in the halftime?" He's like, "Me." And he's like, "What do you say?" He's like, uh, "It would be inappropriate for it to repeat right now." I'm like, "Well, what you say?" He said, "A lot of cursing." <laughs> I respected the way he went about it. He a seemed lot. very sincere, and I'm not a big Lamar Jackson backer, but he really impressed me this week. Oh man, and he didn't wear what OBJ wore to the stadium. Did you see OBJ? I, didn't see that either. I saw that Lamar Jackson was wearing like a sweatsuit. Like, yeah, like, nice and comfy. You're just a like, what is he going to a rodeo? Like, so, <laughs> so, all right, those are our winners and losers of the week. Tyler, busy week. I mean, I had every day this week I had a late, a late night, so I had that going on there. So, uh, fire alarm system going on over at your house. Uh, 
<laughs> so as we wrap it up here, T, uh, are you able to watch the games there? You guys got – were you hitting the blacktop again for baseball tryouts? No, no no baseball tryouts. It's too rainy. Too rainy. Yeah, it's raining uh, here. It's just... I'll, I'll probably hit the grocery store and watch some football. Whoa, big grocery store run. I refuse to get Oliver's. That's what I'm I love the grocery store. All, Oliver's are just not a – I hate – that's where my wife goes to big Oliver. So that's where – that's always a – I've just never been a shopping person. I think my, you got a trader my, my mom killed me on that one. Going too many times as the older, the older sibling, you having to do too much responsibility. Wore me down mentally over the years. You're, the, you're one of the youngest. That makes sense. You enjoyed it. Yeah, I went to the grocery store more than anyone in my school. <laughs> and I hate uh, it. But now when I get to make the decision, or some of the decisions, right it's a lot more enjoyable. Your sister didn't go more? She's even younger. No. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, attest to this. Do you have the stats? Did you go more than that? Title? Ryan, I yeah, I went the most by far. <laughs> I was the only one who wouldn't bitch and complain about it. <laughs> that is, you were you were good with that. You were good with that. All right, I got. Yeah, I had a big. Coach, I had the coaching week, but I had elite night at school or something too. So I'm on that hamster wheel coaching a little bit right now. So that's where we're at till end of end of May, basically. So all right, Tyler, it was fun doing the show again this week. Absolutely. Uh, for- yeah, appreciate you tuning in with us, commenting in. Uh, it's good to see you on the chat here with it. Uh, Ryan. Hope everything's going going well with you. That's my sports. Appreciate you checking it out as well. Tonight, Variety Sports Network, talking the gridiron. If you can join us live, we'll probably be on about uh, 6.15 my time, so 9.15 Eastern. Uh, hopefully you catch the end of Bills and Chiefs, so if you want to get in on that conversation as well. Happy to have you join us. We'll have the guys from uh, John and Mike from out of your Falcon mind, Jordan too. So that'll be exciting, Tyler, doing that as well. So <laughs> go Sharks, go Sharks. Go Sharks. I wish I had that. Uh, Go ahead, T. Uh, Wednesday or Thursday, check out TMB. It'll be a little more or less uh, positive because there's a lot that went wrong. We'll get into the the ins and outs of what went wrong, what went right, and how they're going to bounce back. And we'll preview the Lions or Bucks, whoever wins tonight versus the 49ers. Sounds like it could be a fiery episode on TMB. Positive Brian versus negative Tyler. We'll see what happens on that on TMB. So, they get the win. The Niners, the yep. W, they move on to the NFC Championship, the big story here in the Bay Area. All right, Tyler, Fat Boy Fadeaway Sports, episode 162 in the books. Uh, been pumping it out, trying to watch as much. Hey, we appreciate it. Like, appreciate like I said, it. I said it last week on the show, like, you can't beg people to watch. All I can tell you is we just try to put hard work into it. I take time on the, on the network, right? So those are the big things there that we try to do. So I appreciate all the support we've gotten with it. Uh, over the last probably over the last four months, it really feels we've got a real push with it. So that's been that's been good to see. So good to see a little more a little work ethic. It's kind of paid off in some regards. So appreciate that. That's my sport. So all right, for Tyler Murray, I'm Darren Breyer. We'll see you on the next one. See you, T. Nice.